Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, February 1st. U.S. equities came well off their lows of the day to finish higher, as investors shook off the Fed's decision to raise rates for a seventh time. The central bank opted to raise its target by only 25 basis points, while in his presser, Chairman Powell appeared somewhat dovish, alluding to the possibility that it may be near the end of its rate hike campaign. Meanwhile, the markets also digested a batch of economic data that showed manufacturing activity continued to contract, ADP private sector employment grew at a slower pace than anticipated, job openings unexpectedly rose, mortgage application snapped a three-week winning streak, and construction spending surprisingly declined. The fourth quarter earnings season continues to heat up, with Snap reporting a larger-than-expected loss and suggesting current quarter revenues may decline for the first time, though advanced micro-devices topped quarterly estimates. Treasury yields turned lower following the Fed's announcement, and the U.S. dollar accelerated to the downside, while crude oil prices tumbled on reports of a large build in stockpiles and gold rallied. Asia finished higher, and Europe was mixed, as today's Fed's decision will be followed by announcements from the European Central Bank and Bank of England tomorrow. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 7 points to 34,093, The S&P 500 index added 43 points, or 1.1%, to 4,119, and the Nasdaq Composite jumped 232 points, or 2%, to 11,816. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 6.3 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil tumbled $2.46 to $76.41 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $22.30 to $1,967.60 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 0.9% to 101.16. In equity news on Wednesday, Snap Incorporated, ticker symbol SNAP, reported a fourth quarter loss of $0.18 per share, compared to the fact-set estimate of an $0.11 cent per share shortfall, with revenues ticking 0.2% higher year-over-year to $1.30 billion, versus the street's forecast of $1.31 billion. The slowdown in advertising spending hampered the social media platform's results. Snap noted that due to the uncertainties relating to the operating environment, it is not providing its expectations for first-quarter revenue or operating earnings, but it did suggest that it could see the first-ever decline in revenues for the current quarter. Shares fell. Advanced Micro Devices Incorporated, ticker symbol AMD, posted adjusted fourth-quarter earnings per share of $0.69, compared to the expected $0.67, as revenues grew 16% year-over-year to $5.60 billion, versus the projected $5.51 billion. The chip company issued first-quarter revenue guidance with a midpoint below forecasts, noting that year-over-year client and gaming segments are expected to decline, partially offset by embedded and data center segment growth. Advanced Micro Devices added that although the demand environment is mixed, it is confident in its ability to gain market share in 2023 and deliver long-term growth based on its differentiated product portfolio. Shares rallied over 10%. 
The fourth quarter earnings season is hitting a high gear, and of the 191 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 51% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 71% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Helpless, Recession Risks Abound, how leading indicators continue to point towards further economic weakness, making it difficult and premature to determine whether the labor market can maintain its relative strength. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights in Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, concluded its two-day monetary policy meeting, raising the target for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points to a range of 4.50% to 4.75%. The increase continues the deceleration in the Fed's rate hike campaign after four consecutive 75 basis point rate increases were followed by a 50 basis point increase in December. In its statement, the committee noted that recent indicators have showed modest growth, job gains remain robust, and the unemployment rate continues to be low. However, while inflation has eased somewhat, it remains elevated, noting that the continued war in Ukraine continues to contribute to global uncertainty. The company said that future rate increases will be appropriate to achieve its goals, but in determining the pace of future increases in the target range, it will, quote, take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, and economic and financial developments, end quote. The decision was unanimous among committee members. No updated economic projections were provided at this meeting. Shortly after the announcement, in his customary press conference, Chairman Jerome Powell said that the economy has slowed since last year, while housing activity and business investment have weakened significantly amid the rise in interest rates. Powell said that while the recent inflation reports were welcome, the modest decline in prices is at an early stage and inflation remains elevated, and that the labor market remains out of balance. He also noted that the committee quote-unquote has more work to do, and future decisions will be based on the totality of the incoming data. However, in the Q&A session, the chairman indicated that it was his base case that economic growth will continue this year, and that it may take only a couple more rate hikes to get to an appropriately restrictive stance. Get more insight on the Fed's decision from Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, later today on our Insights and Education page. The ADP Employment Change Report showed private sector payrolls rose by 106,000 jobs in January, below the Bloomberg forecast calling for a 180,000 gain, while the prior month's figure was upwardly revised to a 253,000 increase. The report, which does not include government hiring and firing, comes ahead of Friday's broader January non-farm payroll release, expected to show headline and private sector job growth both rose by 190,000. 
The unemployment rate is forecasted to tick higher to 3.6% from 3.5%, and average hourly earnings are projected to rise 0.3% month over month and be up 4.3% year over year. The January Institute for Supply Management, or ISM, Manufacturing Index showed that manufacturing activity fell further into contraction territory, as denoted by a reading below 50. The index declined to 47.4, the lowest reading since May of 2020 from the prior month's unrevised 48.4 reading and versus estimates calling for a dip to 48. The manufacturing sector contracted for a third straight month as new orders continued to contract along with production, while employment held on to expansion territory. Additionally, inventories declined but continued to grow, and supplier delivery times increased but continued to contract. Inflation pressures continued to decrease but at a slower pace. The ISM said the readings reflect companies slowing outputs to better match demand in the first half of 2023 and prepare for growth in the second half of the year. In other employment news, the Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, showed an unexpected increase to 11.01 million jobs available to be filled in December, above estimates of 10.30 million and versus November's downwardly revised level of 10.44 million. The report showed the hiring rate was 4%, up from November's 3.9% level, and total separations, includes quits, layoffs, discharges, and other separations, remained at November's 3.8% rate. The quit rate for December also maintained the prior month's 2.7% pace. The MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 9% last week following the prior week's 7% rise. The index snapped a string of three straight weekly gains as a 7.1% drop in the refinance index was accompanied by a 10.3% fall for the purchase index. The downturn came as the average 30-year mortgage rate dipped one basis point to 6.19% and is up 241 basis points versus a year ago. The S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for January was revised higher but remained in contraction territory, as denoted by a reading below 50. The index was adjusted to 46.9 from the preliminary read of 46.8 where it was expected to remain, and compared to December's 46.2 figure. Construction spending unexpectedly fell 0.4% month-over-month in December, versus projections of a flat reading and compared to November's upwardly revised 0.5% rise. Residential spending went down 0.3% month-over-month, and non-residential spending decreased 0.5% month-over-month. Treasury rates moved lower following the Fed's decision, as the yield on the two-year note and 30-year bond fell 11 basis points to 4.10% and 3.55% respectively, and the yield on the 10-year note decreased 13 basis points to 3.40%. Bond yields have seen heightened volatility lately, but remain solidly higher over the past 12 months, as the markets react to aggressive Fed monetary policy actions. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, 
how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond market to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold initial jobless claims for the week ended January 28th, forecasted to show 200,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed, as well as the fourth-quarter non-farm productivity and unit labor costs, with the former expected to have increased 2.4% quarter-over-quarter and the latter to have gained 1.5% quarter-over-quarter. Later in the morning, factory orders will be released, anticipated to have advanced 2.3% month-over-month during December. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe ended mixed as the markets awaited today's rate decision out of the Fed in the U.S., which is projected to be followed by monetary policy decisions from the European Central Bank and Bank of England tomorrow. Inflation has been a big driver of rate hikes around the globe, and today we got the January Eurozone Consumer Price Inflation Report that showed on a month-over-month basis prices unexpectedly declined and the estimated year-over-year rate slowed more than anticipated to an 8.5% pace. However, the core year-over-year rate came in above estimates at a 5.2% pace, matching the prior month and above the forecasted 5.1% rate. The euro rose versus the U.S. dollar, and the British pound ticked lower, while bond yields in the eurozone were higher and rates in the U.K. lost ground. European markets have experienced a strong start to 2023, as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, discusses in his latest article titled The Everything, Everywhere, All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, A rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index and France's CAC 40 index dipped 0.1%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index fell 0.8%, while Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index rose 0.4%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index advanced 0.7%. Stocks in Asia finished higher, though investors were likely cautious ahead of today's monetary policy decision out of the U.S., which will be followed by tomorrow's decisions out of the Eurozone and the U.K. Aggressive monetary policy tightening has caused volatility in the currency and bond markets, but most markets in the region have seen solid year-to-date gains, led by the Hong Kong markets. The moves have been aided by China's reopening, the potential for eased regulatory crackdowns on the technology sector, property market support, and expectations that central banks across the globe, including the Fed in the U.S., may be set to slow down monetary policy tightening. In economic news, China's Kaixin Manufacturing PMI for January showed a modest improvement that was below expectations and remained in contraction territory, while South Korea's exports dropped more than expected for January. 
Just after the markets closed in Hong Kong, the region reported that its fourth-quarter GDP contracted more than anticipated year-over-year in the fourth quarter. Optimism of China's reopening has countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index ticked 0.1% higher, with the yen modestly rebounding versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index increased 0.9%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 1.1%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index both advanced 0.3%, while South Korea's Kospi Index rose 1%. In addition to the monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank and Bank of England, other items of note on tomorrow's international economic calendar include Germany's trade balance and Spain's unemployment rate. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, February 1st.